So I quit my job and it definitely wasn't planned, but I was ready. Today, I'm going to share with you why and how I decided to quit my corporate job and go into full-time entrepreneurship. Plus, you'll receive my updated nine-to-five exit strategy with all the things I recommend you do or consider before you put in your notice. I'm really excited about this one. Let's get into it. Hey, you're listening to the Busy Biz Podcast, and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. I built my five-figure business right out of college, and all while working a nine-to-five job. And I'm still doing both, at least for now. It's time to build the business of your dreams, and we're going to do it together. If you're ready to build a business while balancing a nine-to-five, turn up the volume and let's do the work. I had the quote-unquote perfect job. I was making a pretty nice check. I was working in diversity and inclusion and early engagement. So I was given the opportunity to expose underserved students to amazing experiences. And I never thought that I would have the opportunity to combine my degree and my experiences in marketing and um, communications you know, and everything that I've, you know, have experience in and do it in corporate America and be able to give back at the same time. Never, you never would have been able to tell me that that was possible for me. But even with all of that around me and all of the great things that were going on, I felt suffocated. I I felt suffocated on so many levels. Um, And that kind of made me feel really ungrateful. Um, My mom was really like all over the place because there were great things happening you know, professionally and, you know, on both the business side and in my corporate life. So I was just like, what is, I just don't, I don't, I didn't understand what the root of the, the, the suffocation, like why I was feeling so suffocated. And if, if I looked at it on paper, it was not the time to quit. I was learning a lot. Um, I was implementing a lot. I was being able to test so many ideas and take things from idea to completion. But even though it wasn't the on time, you know, the on paper, on time, time to quit, you know, it it really was time. You know, I had to quit my on paper job to bet on myself. And I was petrified. Like, I'm a planner. I have plan A, B, C, C, you know, D, you know, I take calculated risks. I don't, I am not inclined to just jump, like make huge jumps, um, something that I'm working on. So I had an exit strategy for corporate America. I knew my quit number. I knew what lines of businesses that I was going to approach over the next couple of months in the next year. Like I had a phased approach to this thing, but I had a tearful honest conversation with my husband and he said just quit like quit and go into your business full-time and I was really surprised but at the same time I wasn't because he's always been supportive of my business um but I was still like internally I'm like this is not what you're trained to do you're like you're raised to you know go to school go to college get a degree go in corporate America have a family like that is like the plan so this is deviating from tradition for me and that that was like the internal structure. I always knew that I was going into full-time entrepreneurship eventually, but as exit strategy and all the plans be doggone, it was time for me to jump. So I knew that if I didn't do it now, I might never do it. So I decided to jump. And I share all of this to say, because that's like a long way of saying all this, but I say all that to say, (laughs) plans are great. You know, I love me some plans, but if you don't If you allow your need for perfection to override you, 
you're going to continuously hold yourself back. And it seemed like the minute that I put in my uh, my um, notice, like all hell just decided to break loose. Like this past month has been a doozy, um, you know, with the entrance into full-time entrepreneurship, I had an idea of what that would look like. I had an idea of how I would feel and it didn't happen. Like a week after I put in my notice, my grandmother passed away. And then a week after that, a close cousin passed away. And there was just so, so many things that, that was going on like externally that I'm like, what in the heck? It seemed like that was the domino that you know, like tipped over and all these other dominoes tipped over. But at the same time, I was gaining new clients. I was gaining new exposure. And I was, it was being confirmed that I was making the right decision, even though some of the things that were going on in my life were just crazy. Um, But despite all of that, my business was still able to be open. And that is one of the things that I I really want to talk about today is really sharing how I knowingly and unknowingly, you know, prepared to quit so suddenly and also was prepared to go through a really hard couple of weeks um, without it severely impacting my business. So I'm going to give you the steps Um, that you can implement right now before you yourself make the decision to jump into full-time entrepreneurship. Um, In episode 13, I don't know how long ago it was, but I know it was episode 13. It's called The Exit Strategy You Need Before You Quit Your 9 to 5. I gave a plan um, of you know, my, my nine to five exit strategy. I was going through another transition phase, another transition season then about maybe six or eight months ago. Um, and I think the, the things that I talked about were, you know, getting clarity around what you want, figuring out, you know, the cost to launch your business, building your business, saving your coins. Um, I also talked about taking advantage of your nine to five resources. And I think I rounded it out by talking about networking. Now, all of those things apply, you know, take what you need, take what, uh, you know, and leave what you don't. Um, those things still apply. Um, and I still fully believe in that. But after now being in full time entrepreneurship, um, you know, as of a few weeks ago, I want to kind of expand on that and add a couple of things that I think that you should add to your list or your exit strategy before you put in your notice. So the first thing was, is know your quit number. So I kind of delve a little bit into this in episode 13, when I talk about um, figuring out the cost of your launch and, you know, um, saving your money so that you have, I think, uh, six or a year's month of expenses um, saved up. But really, I, I, what I want you to do is really calculate not only the cost of launching your business, so the um, bank expenses, if you're doing an LLC, those fees that come with that, um, you know, really anything that is going to cost any software, any services that you need, legal services, you know, to get legaled up, any of those services, calculate that. But what I really want you to do is sit there and look at your finances. Take a look at your finances and say, what are my um, expenses that are coming in despite despite the business, despite everything else? What are the expenses that are coming in? Then what I want you to do is take a look at your finances and cut all of the unnecessary expenses because this is going to be a season of 
sacrifice because you're not going to be able to do the things that you want to do so that you can transition into full-time entrepreneurship. So if you're getting Starbucks every day, if you know you're going to, out to eat every day, if you are eating out, I had a really big thing with eating out. I love me some Chick-fil-A. Um, if you are shopping a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? And this isn't like the things that you need to live, but like the extra stuff. You need to cut those out and create a personal budget for yourself and stick to it. Um, and then with all of that, so creating a budget, cutting out the unnecessary expenses, um, look at what that number is of what are all the expenses that you need to live. Your rent, your cell phone bill, you know, groceries, car note, you know, all of those things or mortgage. Look at what those expenses are and add that to your launch numbers. Um, and that is your, uh, that could be your quit number, but I always say add in cushion. So I always say add in an extra number. So in case life happens, um, you know, you can, you can be able to move. You can be able to do the things that you need to do in order to still be sustained. So again, create, come up and know your quit number, like write that thing down and calculate that so that you know what you need to do in order to safely transition into full-time entrepreneurship. Um, Number two is niche down and then expand. So I know us as creatives, we have so many ideas, so, so, so many ideas that it's sometimes they're just so multi-passionate and we want to do all the things. Um, We can't do all the things, especially when we're starting out. The importance is to niche down and become a master at that and then expand because it's very difficult to build three businesses at one time, right? It's much easier to do it at one. And I know that you'll sense that tug um, of, oh my gosh, I'm so passionate about X and I want to do X. I get it. Trust me, I get it. But it is so much more important for you to be successful at one because if the first business isn't successful and you you can't master that, what makes you think that you're going to be able to master the next one? Not saying it's not impossible, but you really want to get good at one thing and then grow from there. Um, and also under this is figure out what you're actually going to offer and validate it. So often I have clients that come to me and say, well, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. I'm good at this. And then they come up with these packages and come up with these offers and they offer. I've been guilty. I was guilty of this like in the beginning as well, like offering something and then it's crickets because that is not the need like there there isn't um a demand for that that isn't what they want so they're not gonna they're not gonna purchase it so you want to make sure that you're validating what you offer and there's there's a couple of ways to do this I see a lot of people jumping immediately to like courses and immediately to um you know, group coaching and all those things. But really the first step that you can take to figuring out, you know, what to offer and how to validate it is doing done for you, um, you know, services. So what that looks like is someone directly um, exchanging their money for your time. So someone pays me and I run their social media. Someone pays me and I cut their, you know, lawn. Someone pays me and then I walk their dog. So it's a direct exchange of your time 
for money. And that is a great way to really get in the customer's um, space and life and really figure out what they need. From there, you can move to done with you. So this is more along the lines of one-on-one coaching, group coaching. Um, some people have like mentorship programs where they work, you know, very closely with you. And so you're walking, instead of doing it for someone, you're then walking them through the process that you take and you're able to scale a little bit better because what done for you ain't much scalability in that because you're directly, um, exchanging your time for money, right? So the next level is done for you. And then you keep validating your process or your program or whatever that way. And then that is when you move up to the next step, which is do it yourself, where you're giving people a full course, whether it's an evergreen course or something like that, a guide, a template and saying, here you go, you do it yourself. It's already been validated. This works for X amount of people. I've tested it. They've done it. They've been successful at it. And that's how you can kind of move along the spectrum of validating your service. Um, I know that was a lot, but you want to make sure that you're niching down, mastering that, validating that through the process, and then you expand to other areas. Number three, um, which is going to be the final thing, is plan and execute. The execute is probably the most important part of the planning because I know you and me, we are planners. We plan all the time. We have A, B, C, and D. We have all these things that, you know, we want to do. And then it's like, it's not perfect, so I don't execute. But the the important part is about getting it done. Um, So create yourself a business plan. And it doesn't have to be like 20 pages. It doesn't have to be like 10 pages. Like I've seen business plans that are one pagers and two pagers. You really just want to be clear about your product or service offering, who you're targeting, what makes it different, the problem that you're solving, like really breaking those things out, your pricing, explaining your pricing, doing competitive research. You really want to have it all written down and make it plain because when we get into the act of going in our business, it's really easy to get caught up in the weeds. Oh my gosh. It is easy to go down the rabbit hole and literally you look up and you literally spent two hours working on a widget for your website, or you just spent two hours trying to perfect this social media strategy and you just wasted so much time. Um, so yes, it's important to plan and making it plain, but you also want to make sure that you, you get out of that, you transition from that planning phase and move into the execution, um, and do it, test it, know that you're going to fail. You know how many times I have like fallen on my behind and have not had a successful launch, so many times, but at the end of the day, I, I, I learned from those, right? So you want to make sure that you're planning and executing. And as someone who was in a nine to five for four or five, I don't know how many years, whatever, um, I understand that like it's tiring. I burned out several times in this process of becoming a full-time entrepreneur. So I, I know that it's like, with what time am I going to have to do it? But Honestly, you just have to make time and understand that this is a season of sacrifice. Um, 
And you're going to do what you have to do now so that you can be in the position that you want to be later. So understand that it's not going to be easy. I ain't going to sugarcoat it for you. There's going to be days where you're looking at your computer and you want to literally throw it. There is going to be times where you take on a client that you knew in your gut you shouldn't have taken on. And then they end up wasting all of your time. Um There are going to be moments where you feel so alone and you feel that you are by yourself and there's no one in it with you. Um, There are going to be those moments, but you have to push through them and know that the the time of having a nine to five and working full time in your business is temporary. Now, that temporary might look like a couple of years. Sometimes it is what it is. But understanding that it is temporary, it's not going to last forever. Um. But also in this season of planning and executing or in the step of planning and executing, be sure that you're watching out for signs of burnout. Um, there's plenty of signs like, you know, on the Googler of like signs to burnout, but be sure that you are, um, researching those and searching them out in yourselves because when we do slide into burnout, the recovery process is super extra long. So it's important to, take time away even though I know it's a struggle and you feel like the to-do list is never going to stop you know it's not um so that's why it's important to take breaks in between um and kind of recharge because I've had two burnouts and my recovery process took months for me to get back into the swing of things so you want to be sure that you're watching out for those things so just to kind of review on everything that we covered. And I'll also review what I went over in episode 13, just so you can make note of it. Um, Number one, get clarity on what you really want. Number two, figure out the cost of your launch. Number three, build your business. Number four, save your coins. Um, Number five, take advantage of your nine to fives resources. Number six, network. And then here are the ones for this episode is know your quit number, um, niche down and expand, Um, And then expand. And then the last one is plan and execute. All right. I understand that, you know, the idea of quitting your nine to five and going to to full time entrepreneurship is scary because the sense of having a nine to five is like a security blanket. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not. We're never guaranteed to have those jobs. So if you do the work, um, and you put in the work, your business will grow. Now, it might not grow the way that you want it to grow, and it might not um, grow in the speed in which you want it to grow, but it will grow. All right, I hope you have an amazing week, and I really want you to get to work this week. So if you enjoyed this week's episode, head on over to iTunes, leave a review, rate, and comment, and share the podcast. It's time to build the business of your dreams. Let's get to work.